just like my type on paper. So welcome to week, Jesus, something, episode 49 through <laughs> 54. Well, hold of, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Do whoa, I have whoa, the whoa, wrong whoa. week? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't think so. We'll I, think, I think this is week seven. Seven. Oh, no, it's eight. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> Was that okay? We're recording week eight. However, before we even delve at all, before we even scratch the surface, we did a huge oh. disservice <laughs> last <laughs> last week because we didn't talk. We are so bad at remembering anything, and like just as though we like called the birth of Baby Fury like two days before it happened mm-hmm. we also and then just didn't discuss it the next week yeah. <laughs> we also just d- did not discuss the tommy fury jake paul fight which is no, we didn't. Su- which was such a huge event and like took over my life for like 72 hours yeah so i can't believe we didn't talk about it at all because you you guys <laughs> kat and i were facetiming while it was happening <laughs> And there, there's photo evidence of the chaos that was going down. For anyone who watched <laughs> the fight or who didn't watch the fight, it came down to split decision. Mm-hmm. And that waiting period, I, I, I think I, like, burst all of my blood vessels. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, there were times where I was like, oh, thank God she's with people because <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Like, the, I was not I'll- okay. <laughs> Can I share? Okay, well, first of all, you're you're not giving yourself enough credit for like the dedication. I feel like I know you're. you're I know you're such a humble person, but like, <laughs> why were you laughing when you said that? <laughs> what do you What do you mean? <laughs> Name one but time Sarah- when I have not been humble. <laughs> I am so fucking humble. <laughs> was it when I texted you yesterday that I was a genius? <laughs> those who don't know we got we have ads in our episodes now which is very exciting and in a burst of effort i want to use the word effervescent i don't know if that's the right word to use here but in a burst of of uh adrenaline no no like smartness in a burst of of, (laughs) (laughs) from (laughs) say the sentence and i'll help you with the word Cat, listen to yourself. Say the sentence, and then I'll help you with the word. Look, we have to do this together. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, the universe gifted me a moment of of clarity, like in a moment of clarity oh. from the skies. I <laughs> I had an idea of. I mean, you guys have heard the ad probably, or if if not, maybe you'll hear it in this episode. <laughs> Who knows? This but, is our lull for the ad. <laughs> I that that little like intro part of the ad and the outro part of the ad which are like little love island references I I thought of you're welcome <laughs> yeah she, she did it she I'm humble you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> anyway Sarah did get uh an ESPN account 
uh, did the pay-per-view for this fight, uh, sent me her login information so I could watch from Ohio. <laughs> and it was, first of all, there were so many other people fighting. Who knew? <laughs> Too many fights. No violence. So but many also, fights. why why ESPN Plus do you not do free trials? Let's start there. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, let's really start there. <laughs> like, and, why did I have to pay for a whole month of ESPN Plus when I've never watched a sport in my life? <laughs> and so Sarah and uh, her two trusted confidants were watching on the couch <laughs> and I had them on speaker and like muted myself so I could watch the game or the match. <laughs> and, and, uh. Because Kat was watching on her laptop and I was watching yeah. on a smart TV. TV. And so for some reason, God knows why, but Kat's ended up being 10 seconds ahead. And so I made her mute herself because if whenever she would react, we would know something was coming. And so at one point she like screamed and we were like, oh my God, no spoilers. Like, And so she had to mute herself. But then 10 seconds later, Tommy Fury comes on the, on the screen and we all just shriek. It was and involuntary. Like, it really is an involuntary yeah. response when that man just shows up. That's when I knew I would go to war with you. Like, I would I would do a battle with you. Like, I'm not saying we'd win, but God, what a battle it would be. Like, the way you guys screamed, I was like, this is, this is like a raw emotion. Like, this because, is like... Okay, yes, it would be battle cries, 10 out of 10, and mm -hmm. we'd fight dirty, 100%. So... Yeah, scrappy. <laughs> so scrappy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, Sarah did all of that. From my point of view, this is where it kind of separates a little bit. I had to switch to my phone because my parents were meeting my boyfriend and I had to go in the car to meet him because we were already late. Yeah, what a day to fight. choose for that to happen. <laughs> and then, because I thought it was like at two, but then like all the other people fought beforehand. So I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I didn't think yeah, of that. Yeah, so many opening acts. Um, yeah, so many. <laughs> and, um... But it was cool because Tommy like closed out the evening, which was really fun. But <laughs> so I tried to switch to my phone, and then it was like, "You have too many devices using this account. You can't watch Tommy Fury." And I was like, "God damn it!" So I had Sarah on Facetime still in the car. My phone was like on ten percent. I was watching through her reactions and hearing what I could kind of hear on the um on the TV screen, and then we get to the restaurant. We pull in. This is like the deciding. Like, there's one person left to give their vote for who won, and they yelled out Fury, and, like, wild banshees, which is how my dad described you all. Like, oh, no. Oh, wait, were we? We weren't in even in your headphones. We were just out. <laughs> in the car, you were in my headphones, because I was like, this is going to be a lot. But at home, you were just free range. <laughs> battle oh cries yeah and my yeah. dad one of the pictures is like me watching sarah watch like watching everything and then my dad's just in the background also when i saw that sarah. i was so mad at you <laughs> how dare you let terry see me like that <laughs> he was like who are those banshees <laughs> <laughs> and i was like that's sarah and he goes is she okay <laughs> <laughs> the answer was no <laughs> i was like i don't know how to answer that right now check in 10 minutes <laughs> So we get in and like literally as we're parking the car, they announce Fury. Sarah and I scream together. It was a beautiful, there's so many screenshots. Few of them were approved for posting so those will get on <laughs> socials. But Some of them I so look funny. like I'm actually having a medical emergency. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
and but I can't tell you just like when Sarah cares about something, it is like <laughs> the most like I love being there. Like like it's my Leo like, Mars. What can I say? I was like, fuck yeah, boxing. Like, <laughs> and like, I love Tommy Fury, but like, I couldn't let out those, <laughs> that emotion that day if Sarah wasn't there. Like, I didn't realize that I was crying until I saw the screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> so I just we- didn't think it was going to be that close. It was really cool. It was really scary. I was like, I don't know if I would have gone into the restaurant if Jake Paul won. Like, I don't think I could. <laughs> like, I think I would text my boyfriend, go home. I can't do this. We have to reschedule. <laughs> I'm sorry. Paul I won. can't. Don't hate me. I need, <laughs> I need time. <laughs> but I'm really happy Tommy won. Sarah's really happy Tommy won. And when Tommy Paul cried won. at the end, you guys, when he was doing his mm-hmm. exit interview or whatever it's called, like, I. Uh, like I was unwell when Tommy cries I cry and just knowing yeah. he had baby bam bam at home waiting for him and I was sending Kat all of the Instagram stories from Molly's Even. whole team so like Mora was there for all who know Mora season five um initial villain in the Tommy Molly May love story turned best best friend and she was there supporting Molly's older sister was there and she was filming uh, Molly's reaction because Molly wasn't watching. Molly was literally, well, everyone else was watching on the TV. Molly was upstairs in her bedroom, headphones on, just like rocking baby Bambi. And they all, (laughs) all of these women run into her room screaming that Tommy won, not caring that there is an infant child. (laughs) I mean, clearly being in the Fury family, that child has to have been used to excited screams by now. Yeah. So maybe that's how she sleeps. But it was just chaos. It was absolute chaos. And then Sarah pointed out the absolute similarities between the, th- the three women who were on the couch watching for Molly and the three women who were in Sarah's house. <laughs> like, the screams were the same. The energy was there. The, like, uninterrupted eye contact. Like, Sarah, you didn't even notice I was in a car until I was almost at the restaurant because you were just so <laughs> focused in on this fight. Like, I've never seen it before. Like, the amount of attention was just... That's when I knew... <laughs> I need to go into battle with you. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what's crazy about boxing? There's so much hugging. Yes. Fight I hugging. didn't understand. Yes. It was like angry hugging. Mm-hmm. I, it was like a strategy so that they couldn't maybe get their arms up. <laughs> but like, there was a lot of that and the refs didn't like it. So I think hugging is illegal in boxing. We'll get there. We, we kind of came up with some rules. <laughs> Did we? I feel like... There were some things no one knew what was happening, so we were like, oh, oh, foul. (laughs) Foul. I didn't like it. I didn't like it when Jake hit Tommy, period. But I didn't like it. (laughs) I was not a fan when Jake hit Tommy, and then Tommy, like, everyone's like, oh my god, it's a knockdown. But, like, Tommy just, like, tripped and fell a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. it did. And that's not even me being, like, just on Tommy's side blindly, which I am. Yeah, but sure. but I like I was watching as were everyone else, but I I didn't like that because that shouldn't have been a win for 
Jake. Also, the scorecards were stupid when I looked at the judges' scorecards because they made it seem like so close. And I, I don't know what fight they were watching, but Tommy was like, in my opinion, doing so much better. Also, Tommy, like I used to like kind of be um aghast when I would see his insta stories and he'd be like running five miles before 5 a.m and I'm like okay okay this is what being an athlete is I want no part of it but then watching the fight and seeing how out of breath Jake was and how little stamina he had compared to Tommy Mm -hmm. who was not even sweating just glistening like a, a slight glowy glisten Compared to yeah. Jake, who aged 40 years in those eight <laughs> rounds. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Insane. And it really, it makes you think, like, if you want to be Beyonce, you got to get on the treadmill and sing at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, you just, yeah, you just got to do the work. Which I know Tommy Fury does. Oh, yes, absolutely. And Molly Mae sings along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a Danny boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a call back to season five watch it if you haven't <laughs> that's actually like the prereq like you can't log on and listen to this podcast unless you watch season five also the other crazy thing was that who what other uh love island alum was just there uh josh from season four yeah. who is now yeah. like a like i wouldn't call him a sports announcer but he's like um personality what would you call that like a yeah, uh, interviewing personality. Sports journalist? No, oh, he's not a journalist. That's not. An anchor? <laughs> mm, what's like smaller than an anchor? Like a buoy. <laughs> he's a sports buoy. Everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on his LinkedIn. <laughs> um, That feels apt. I feel like that's so, correct. But yeah, so he's yes. just there. Season four and season five alum. And the, you know what? The more that you watch the show, the more you get excited when people just pop up. Like I have women from different seasons just popping up as like when I'm online shopping and they're just like models on the website yeah. for like certain clothes. Like they're just there. And it's yeah. I, it's such a joy. It's like you, it, yeah. you have a little inside information, a little intel. It's really comforting. <laughs> okay. Should we start with this season? Yeah. I have a question. Okay. Is Starting... it related to this season? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a bad, good question, though, because I, it yeah. could have been anything. <laughs> so starting with episode 49, my question is, out of everyone who is still here in the villa at this point, which includes Casey and Rosie and obviously mm-hmm. every, everyone else in the gang, um, <laughs> what single islander in this villa at this point is the messiest? You mean single, like, individual, not, like... Correct. Not a couple. Okay, I don't okay. want the messiest couple. I want the messiest single, like, individual human being. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> not them. Not them. Okay, I think I think this week showed that Tom and Sammy are in the running, but I don't think it's them. The thing is, like, Tanya's, like, really fun in, like, the... What was the... What was the adjective? Messy. Messy. But I don't think she's... I think she enjoys the mess, but I don't think she... I feel like Casey just is. Like... 
But even he's just kind of like, leave me alone energy. I feel like I'm forgetting a couple too. No, it's not Ron and Lana. All right, let me phrase it differently. <laughs> I'll say Casey. Okay, no, uh, no. Okay, no. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that answer. No, I'm going to phrase it differently. Which one is most likely to accidentally start a forest fire and then shrug and walk away? I feel like you want a specific answer. I do. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to figure out, I'm trying to gauge ahead of time if we're on the same page about this week or not. Okay, well, I think when you say it, it'll, it'll click for me, but right now my mind's on Casey. Why? Who do you say? Well, I think the mess revolves around Casey, but I don't think he's yeah. starting mess. I think people are coming to him with messes and he's like, what's going on? Yes, that, that's what I mean. Like he's still, even he still has like the leave me alone energy, but I feel like he doesn't, he adds fuel to the fire is what I think. Like, I think he's trying to Jesse. clarify the fire. I know. And that just, that, you can't do that in the villa. <laughs> <laughs> you just leave it alone and let it die. <laughs> Go in the pool and let it die. Go in the pool. <laughs> Where it's wet. Okay. Who would you say? Sammy. See, I know. See, I think they're contenders, but I don't think she. No, she is. She's the one person where if the villa was burning down, she'd be sunbathing outside. <laughs> a power move. I saw I saw a tweet that was like, uh, it was. A picture of uh, Maxwell and Olivia, and then it was Tom and Sammy, and then it was like when one supreme fades, another rises. <laughs> uh, wow. What? Yes, I concur. Okay, let's. I want to. I'm very. See, I'm nervous to start this week because. No, 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 no. I know exactly what page you're on. Okay. And it's messy, and I agree. Okay. I don't think it's like the top. So I'm curious. I'm I'm so frustrated by this season because all of this drama is stirred up out of nothing. And Yeah, I know. And it's and but it becomes so messy that I have to go back and watch other parts of things to just confirm that my opinions are correct. Mhm. It, it's infuriating. And if anyone else watches with a VPN and an ITV account, you know what a task it is to go back and try and rewind and watch things you've already seen because the risk you're running is that the risk you're you run you know, you run a risk yeah the risk you're running is that the website could just stop working oh my god <laughs> and it will it absolutely will so would i and have to take time you. to go back and rewatch something because that's... people are are spewing bullshit out of their ass like that's i i it, the level of angry that I have to be to go back and reconfirm when I run the risk of adding an extra 30 minutes to my episode watch time, you Minimum. know that that's dedication. ITV, I don't know where you get off, but <laughs> this is some cruel shit to just, I tried to go back to to last the last episode today for an hour and it still said, uh-oh, something went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I was get... Just, I understand that we, as the states, you know, we sought our independence and we are now a fully independent a nation from the UK. I get it. I don't think that warrants a two-week delay and us not being allowed to vote. I'd, I'm sorry. Like, if Kat and I had voting power, things would be a lot different. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. 
How does how do Cat and I run for president and vice president of Love Island? The fan club. <laughs> Is that island? <laughs> if Love Island were a real island, Cat <laughs> and I would be running for seats in the in the executive branch. Yeah. It would somehow turn into yellow jackets, and again, we'd have our war cries, but... (laughs) And you know what? What a time it would be. (laughs) And you know what? We're here for the memories. (laughs) Okay. All right. I digress. Let's start in 49. Uh, Okay. I I was having a little bit of a crisis of faith just for a moment, because Ron is very hung up on that the whole idea of people thinking he's a game player. And typically, in my experience, when someone is very hung up on, like, he was, like, fixated on it. And when someone is fixated mm-hmm. on it, it's a sign of usually some kind of, you know, guilt. Or it's like when someone's mm-hmm. overly defensive. And he wasn't necessarily defensive, but he was very confused and just really harping on this one thing. So I had a moment where I did question his intentions a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. Did you? What was your, did, how, what were you feeling when he was going through this whole thing? I did not question him. I, I trusted him at this point because I, it's kind, it's not the same as Jake in season seven, but it is a similar, like, I don't believe if they were crafty enough to get this far with a strategy that they would just blurt it out. Like, yeah, think... guys, Ron's not like, n- this is not even a diss to Ron at all because I actually really like Ron. No, yeah. He's not that smart. Like, he's not gonna be d- double agenting where he's gonna like announce his game plan to like throw you off the scent of the game. You know what I mean? Like, he's not strategic yeah. like that. No. And if he is, then damn, good job, Ron, because I didn't <laughs> see any of that. But like, I, when he said it, it was just so casual. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I've watched previous seasons, and it's it's cool how, like, people who have trouble at the start can kind of just, like, coast through at the end. Like, it sounds, like, very much like, if, if, it, if tra- loosely translated, all I heard was, oh, usually when couples fight at the beginning of their relationship, they've worked everything out by the end of the Love Island experience. Like, that's what I took it as, and then when I saw like the little heads turning, I was like, oh shit, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this is actually one of the things that I went back and watched just to Mm -hmm. reconfirm in my head what he was saying. And he did say Mm -hmm. that as a viewer, which we also are, as are all of Mm -hmm. you, the viewers. You're all viewers. (laughs) The the idea was he thought the people who caused the most drama were the game players and the people who... uh, were smooth sailing where the people that got all of the drama out of the way early and they were able to Mm -hmm. just cruise. And he, as he said, I can understand why people would think that Lana and I are cruising so Mm. that it's like a cruising to the end sort of thing. Like I, so I can understand it a little, like his logic was a little bit flawed because in a way he was saying that both groups of people were game players, but I understood where he was coming from. Like I, I understood the intention. He's he's a very wordy man, and sometimes the words don't quite make sense, but you can still understand the intention. It's like those word puzzles where, like, they'll have that first letter and the last letter of each word is, like, the same yeah. as the original word, and everything else is scrambled in the middle, but you can still read it clearly because something how the brain 
reads things just makes it yeah. still legible. And I understand that because I am also a very wordy person who sometimes says things that don't make sense, but people sometimes still understand me. I, I relate to him. I relate to that a lot. And I don't, like, he's just also, now, at least, I don't really remember if he was fully, was he, like, lying at the beginning? Or was it just kind of like he was openly interested in multiple women? He, it was a little, I, I think, feel like there was a little, like. <laughs> I don't think he was being openly I don't think he was being intention. He was being openly deceptive a little bit, but I don't think he was being intentionally deceptive. I think when he told Lana that he was interested in her or that his head wasn't going to turn or like whatever it was, I think he was being genuine in those moments. I just think he was also like a kid in a candy store. Like I think that anytime something else new came in, the the new emotion of like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. I think that that became the new truth. Yeah. Because... No, I agree. But I, what I meant by that was, like, I feel like when he talks, it's it's honest, like, in terms of he doesn't take a second to think about what he's saying. Like, if you ask him a question, he'll just say what's on his mind. Like, I don't, like, going back to, like, he's not, like, a mastermind game player. It's, like, he's, if you ask him, like, how you think he and Lana are doing, like, he's going to be thinking everything and he's going to share everything. Like, it's not, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's really not that deep. And I had the same reaction, basically, to how Lana responded to Sammy telling her later on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I would be very uh, interested to hear your opinions on on that whole saga. But let's, let's pivot a little bit. It's still on Ron. Uh, but mm -hmm. this is when, okay, so I, like, I'm a little bit confused as to how this whole Rosie thing started. So was there a conversation at the end of last week where Rosie and Lana were talking that we, that we saw that was Rosie expressing concern about, you know, things being kind of one-sided or, or Casey maybe not doing enough? Maybe. I honestly haven't been fully paying attention to them. Okay, because, I mean, same, but, like, I got confused because I think that there was a conversation alluded to that I just, like, did not remember. But, so, Rosie comes over to talk to uh, Lana because Rosie has brought oh. up... To, oh, sorry, was it part of the challenge, like, where it was, like, least compatible, like, stand here if you're the least compatible, like, that challenge? Like, did that kind of trigger something in her head? But I think they alluded to, like... Rosie and Lana having a conversation where, yeah, and Probably. I don't know, I don't know. So, so Rosie talks to Casey and just brings up that sort of one-sided idea that, you know, she could maybe like Casey more than Casey likes her. And mm -hmm. Casey sort of assuages, assuages, dissuages? Words are hard. Sure. <laughs> uh, so hard. He puts aside her fears and is like, you know, I do like you a lot. I'm just not really the jealous type. And, you know, I show my affection in different ways and Rosie goes over to Lana and Ron is with Lana at this point and uh she says <sighs> okay so so Rosie is saying bits of the conversation that she and Casey had saying basically relaying what Casey said to her and in Rosie's mind her intention of relaying those bits of conversation was to express 
how Casey has made her feel reassured. But she has not stated that she feels reassured by this. And so I think Ron picks up on what she's saying as, oh, she's still uncertain. And so Ron starts to give advice. And here, okay, uh, granted, should Ron be giving advice? No. Did Shaq give Jesse the Curtis a bad advice amulet and then and then Jesse gave it to, to Ron? Absolutely. Um, sure. I wish we could see these but handoffs happening. The <laughs> but that's just, it's like hot potato with this amulet. Was Ron just trying to help? Yeah. Yeah. There was a situation in their conversation where Ron chose words that he was interpreting one way and that Rosie interpreted yeah. a different way because the intentions behind the, this conversation were unclear. Rosie yes. was with her, with Rosie's words, Rosie was saying, I feel reassured. What Ron heard was, I'm still not certain if things are going to change. Mm-hmm. So, so Ron is saying, he didn't say, and I, I, I rewound, I rewatched. Yeah. He did not say, uh, you are not going to work on the outside if you don't, you know, get to spend more time one-on-one, whatever. He was saying, to best prepare for the outside world, you have to get to know each other fast in here. And he wasn't mm-hmm. saying specifically Casey and Rosie. He was saying everyone. Like, if you want to be yeah. best set up for the outside world, everyone on Low Island, uh, each couple needs to be solid. They need to get to know each other fast so you can have a strong foundation. And he was saying, if you do, and he didn't say it this way, but the way that I interpreted his meaning was if you feel uncertain that he is into you as much as he says that he is, because I do agree with Ron. He also said that sometimes saying that you're a slow burner can be a cop out on this show. It's true. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is true. Most of the time when people say that they're slow to open up or they're just not affectionate right off the bat, it is a cop out. They just don't necessarily feel that way about that person and don't mm-hmm. want to say it flat out yet. Ron's a viewer. We're viewers. Like we can, can we can confirm this is this is a valid point. Ron, Ron is the the Randy explaining the rules of Love Island. <laughs> oh, 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 and Scream. Scream reference. I was like, Randy There's a Jackson. very simple formula. <laughs> <laughs> right. I And I, I concur. Um, so, Wait, did you say I thought I meant Randy Jackson? <laughs> well, that was the first Randy I thought of. I'm sorry. Well, kind of <laughs> that too. Like very, very uh, understanding, but he's going to give it to you straight. It's a no from me, dog. Like that is. <laughs> <laughs> if Ron were on American Idol, I could see him being the Randy Jackson. <laughs> Anything you know with a Randy, it's probably Ron. <laughs> I mean, if you if you saw Ron's reaction to Casey playing the trumpet, that was a very Randy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Ron was saying, you know, if if you want to be successful on the outside or to to best set yourself up for success, you need to get to know each other quickly, and because. There is potential for that I'm a slow burner to be a cop-out. What you can do is take a step back. He didn't mean, like, distance yourself emotionally from Casey. He just meant stop going up to him so much if you're worried about him not coming up to you and just see if he meets you halfway. 
Mm-hmm. That's the advice he was trying to give. Is that advice that I would give to someone? Yeah, probably not. But again, he's just because he gives bad advice does not mean it was poor, poorly intentioned, intended, poorly intended. Yeah, it felt like a complete miscommunication. I think there were insecurities in Rosie. Oh, to yes. which she, yeah, to which, like, if I heard that and I were not and I weren't feeling secure, like, I I don't think I would be comforted by it. Like, I think I would take it in a similar way that she did. But on Ron's end, he's like, you're doing great. <laughs> like, it was just, like, really hard to watch, and then it continued, and it spiraled, and I was like, bah! What's really bothering me about this season right now is that no one is taking anyone's character into account Yes, when, when they hear comments. It's always like, hmm, the- it's not that I, I don't... Uh, it's not that I don't think you're being genuine. I just think that comment was weird. And I'm going to make an inference about your character from that comment alone instead of the opposite, which is where I'm going to take it, your character into account and frame it, frame that comment with your character and see yeah. what that intention was, which is, I feel like, typically how that works. Zero character witnesses in this season. No, and like, I feel like that's what happened with Jesse. And Jesse was really Except shafted. Will. I feel like Will was very much like, this isn't Jesse's character. And same with Claudia, actually. So, good on them. <laughs> yes, but at the same time, Will was very quick to believe the Ron gameplay comment without verifying anything for himself. And and Jesse was as well, which, which made me feel a little bit upset because the same thing just happened to them. Yeah. I don't know. I can't explain this, Villa. I did love going back to... Uh, Tom and Sammy talking about Ron and Lana. I love when Tom was like sitting there with uh I think it was Shaq and Tanya, maybe other maybe Sammy as well, and he just goes, Ooh, I hope they didn't take that personally. And then Tanya just goes, They did. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one part where they all go to bed and oh God, what was the context? But it was like they said instead of what are you lying for, they said, Why are you lying for? And like everyone just started saying it around the room. Why are you lying for? <laughs> I feel like there was also a lot of things happening I didn't have context for. Like, why was Will wearing all of Sheck's clothes to bed? I don't know. Yeah. Did I appreciate it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, in the morning, they're all like, good morning, everyone. And then Shaq, I think, looks over and goes, Ron, why are you on that side? And then they go, we switch sides sometimes. And then I think Tom goes, like, you climb over each other? And they go, yeah. And he goes, how? And then she goes, I don't know. <laughs> They just switch sides in the middle of the night. I think it's crazy to me that people are making inferences about their sexual chemistry instead of just thinking that it's maybe a little bit more normal that someone doesn't want to show a lot of PDA on national television. Yeah. And also, I can't deny their sexual chemistry. Like, like I don't know why people are saying that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean... I, they just I, seem so I, close. Like, I really don't know where that... <laughs> None of these rumors. I don't know where all these rumors got started. It's Sammy. <laughs> no, it's not Sammy. Stop it. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, look, I get it. I am very attracted to Sammy and I understand. <laughs> I, I Sammy get has done nothing wrong ever in her life. <laughs> I get why it's so hard to come to terms with the fact that Sammy is literally that child from the house burning meme. Or like, no, not well, she's she's that child, but she's also the kid in the car with the seatbelt who's going like, mm-hmm. 
(laughs) (laughs) And then I forget what the context was, but I do. Oh, I think it was when Casey's talking to the guys or something, but I like that he can make jokes about himself. Like maybe they asked him like about the challenge or something, but it was something like, Oh, how are you feeling? And he's like, Oh yeah, pretty great. Like, like, I think he knows, like, I, I do respect his, his self-awareness like when it's pointed out to him like this there are some things that i wish like he would take a beat on when people talk to him yeah but i do like that he's just like "Eh, fuck it it is what it is (laughs) like (laughs) right and then we have this sorry go uh sorry wait uh it might tie into what you're about to say well i was gonna bring up the the two-on-two conversation the casey ron lana rosie conversation yeah okay (sighs) so rosie has gone to casey and said, Ron said something real fucked up to me. <laughs> uh, and and, um, and then Rosie tells Ron, basically talk to Casey before you talk to me, which was a very weird thing to say. And I think what confused me the most was if Rosie interpreted Ron's words so negatively, why wouldn't she have pulled him up on that when it was happening? And also... She and Lana are friends. Does she think that Lana would have just sat there and done nothing if that were the case? Yeah. I was, I was very, I didn't even write a bunch of down on this because I was just like, I'm, this is, this is something that should be resolved in 24 hours or less. Like, I don't know why this is such a big thing. And there was one point, I don't know if you wrote it down, but he literally quoted Fez in Euphoria. Casey did. I think it was when him and Ron were talking, maybe. And and I think Ron, whoever he's talking to says like, oh, I'm confused. And he goes, you're confused. I'm fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> so Casey watches Euphoria, confirmed. Back to oh, where we've been this whole time. Okay, so. <laughs> Please, Sam- we have to finish it. <laughs> I know. Okay, so Sammy then pulls Lana. And this is, I, look. Sammy, I love you i love you and i say this with love it is it does not make sense it does not make you in the right to pull someone to tell them if something is being said about them behind their back if you have been instigating and gossiping about that thing for hours beforehand until you decide Mm -hmm. it's time for them to know sammy we're trying to side with you so much <laughs> i i watch you have an incredible center part your eyebrows are phenomenal <laughs> i think you i think you brought an air wrap to the villa i don't know but your hair looks amazing <laughs> i love the tone of your voice when you speak <laughs> just <laughs> say better things <laughs> was this the part, this where, the you, part. where you texted me yeah. and you were like i'm you're gonna be really happy like where uh, no no oh this was not it oh where sammy tells lana about ron's quote game plan comment and lana she's not even phased she's like no that's wrong she goes i don't think that's a thing that it's made out to be (laughs) like sammy was like there was a comment made and this is what it was and lana's like okay what's wrong with that comment yeah she was like waiting for the comment to come yeah that never came so I'm so glad that got squashed because someone finally talked to Lana. <laughs> yeah. And then Tom and Shag are just lying to Ron's face. And this made me really... I, I have never turned on a couple the way I have turned on Shaq and Tanya. 
like Shaq and Tanya were my OTP for so long. And now I think I have the ick for both of them. Wait, 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 what did they do this right here? So this is Tom and Shaq lying to Ron's face where uh, he's, <laughs> they're talking about Ron, Rosie, and Lana about um, the situation, the two-on-two -two conversation with, with Casey. And Tom and Shaq are just sitting there saying, um, and Shaq's like, oh, I don't think anyone would think the three of you would lie. Meanwhile, when that conversation was happening, Shaq was like, if Ron's speeched himself out of this one, like just basically saying like, if, if, they, if Ron's found a way to talk himself out of, you know, the shit that he's put himself in, you know, he like, he's just the biggest game player, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they're saying to Ron like, oh no, no, no one would think that any of you guys would be lying. <laughs> yeah. I do respect though that I feel like Shaq especially just wants everyone to stop talking. Like it just felt like that was the quickest resolution. Just like, but why, you're but, fine. Everyone's fine. No, no, no. Because Shaq is one of the biggest gossips in this villa. I know. Everyone's a gossip, but it's hard. There's it's too hard many. To there can only watch. be one per season. And right now it's everyone. Like the, the Curtis amulet has been broken up like the tiara at the end of Mean Girls and just thrown out to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> everyone. And then we get to episode 50. My last thing for, for 49 was just uh, when Lana is talking about Ron and she's like, he's a bit like an essay. <laughs> when she's like, he likes to support with like a fact, then an example. And then he'll like get <laughs> a statement and then support with a fact and an example. He's a bit like an essay. <laughs> that is so fucking cute. I want to I scream. I want to be someone's essay. <laughs> If someone called me a well-thought-out paper... Oh, like, she didn't say God. that. <laughs> no, I know, but, like, an essay. Like, that's that's kind of precious. Like Dissertation. He thinks... Yeah, like, oh. And then she likes a good body paragraph. She, like, <laughs> she likes a footnote every once in a while. She likes to cite her sources. Like, it's precious. <laughs> She's really listening to him. Mm -hmm. So, episode 50. Yes. The, the Sammy and Ron thing, I was I didn't even write anything. I was like, this is middle school. I can't do it. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then the girly breakfast, which I thought was cute. Uh, Sammy thought of it, but Sammy also caused a lot of the... I'm telling you, she'll start the fire, and then she'll sunbathe in the flames. <laughs> and uh, Jesse was assigned to distract Lana while everyone got the breakfast ready. And Jesse at the talking head and was like, I took a lot. I feel like I'm really going to be good at this role. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> Lana putting on the eyeliner. She goes, what am I going to do without you? <laughs> <laughs> and if she, if Jesse called me, there's one point where she calls Lana the sweetest little soul. I think I would just bawl on the spot if, if Jesse called me that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I see that. The sweetest little soul. <laughs> and then uh, the next thing I have is the talent show. I don't have anything before that. Oh, I can't believe you don't have this. So at the after the breakfast, uh, Sammy is talking to, I think it's Tom and Will. And she's like, oh, there's muffins left over. And Will's like, oh, no, it's okay. And she's like, oh, you don't like muffins? You don't like blueberry, blueberry muffins? And he's like, oh, I love them. And she's like, what? And he gets like, but I'm not the muffin man. <laughs> and... <laughs> This man is such an, an enigma. Like, I can't. <laughs> just the what? <laughs> just like, he loves muffins, but he won't have one because he's not the muffin man. I just don't understand. Okay. 
let's talk about this talent show. Okay. First things first. This is when I texted you and said you're going to love something. Okay. What was the first thing? It was Shaq being Magic Mike, which I thought I was disappointed. It's been I done. I thought it was a cop out. Yep. Like we've done Dirty Dancers. It's it's over. Yeah. Like pick something else. And I get really sad. I feel like sometimes they used to do based on their careers. I feel like no one's doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I would have loved to see like his like how to check a suitcase or something like that. Like like I don't know. Like even if it's like a everyday activity that they do. I think it's really fascinating, and they make the the best of it. So I, I like when they either have, like, actual talents or nothing, or they can do something, like, from their everyday job. Like, right. I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. Then who's next? Lana, the magician. Magic. Yes. I thought that was cool. I loved yeah. Jesse saying, sometimes I forget my own surname, let alone my two cards. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she thanked her dad. She's like, this is the party trick. Thanks, dad. And then she, like, messes it up at the end. <laughs> same god she's just like me for real (laughs) and then it's tanya dancing and at least this was a different genre of dance yeah i'll give her anything for that yeah and then kai is drawing will this is where i texted you oh it was titanic it is titanic you guys we knew that there, there would be a Titanic reference one day. So that's why we talked about it so much in season three. <laughs> they should have given Casey a, a piccolo and had him do the Titanic theme. <laughs> yeah. And then Kai's like drawing Will and he just goes, stop humping the grapes. <laughs> yep. I loved it. And then Jesse and... Who was it? Rosie. Rosie? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I'm cutting duets. I don't like it. We've done it. It's over. I don't want that anymore. That's a cop-out to me I would have. Well. I would have taken a duet if it was like a... I liked the double... The idea of a double roast or like a double... If it's like a comedy routine or like something that, that yeah, yeah, really yeah. needs a, a second person. Yeah. I But like Paige and Gemma did like the singing duet, which was fun last year, but like we've seen it. Yeah. It's done. Like I'm... No more actual duets, especially if you can't sing. Like I'm right. done with it. <laughs> yeah, that this was this was really cringy for me. I didn't. Yeah, I thought Jesse was better than this. I thought Jesse was gonna like wrangle a kangaroo or something. You know what I mean? Like I thought there was room for a lot of fun. <laughs> uh-huh. Rosie, I don't know what she would have done. To be honest, I I don't really know her too well. I didn't listen to her. Jesse could have done something fitness related. Yeah. Oh, I love the fitness one. Yeah, that was a cute one. The double. Oh God, who was it? It was. Which twin? Was it Jess? Yeah, it was Jess and Chad. Yeah, I loved that. That was so cute. If you're going to do a duet, you do it right. Duet right. right. (laughs) What's that? What's that? What's that? (laughs) What's what's that? (laughs) Do it. Do it. Do it. What is that? I just want to talk about the violence. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then it's Ron. Uh, no, then it's Sammy. Sammy doing tap dancing. Yep. <laughs> I liked your outfit. Yeah. And then Ron. Yep. And Ron says, "I do actually have a nerdy side." And Kai just goes, "I'm shocked." <laughs> <laughs> and then his talent was he can do a Rubik's cube in 90 seconds. And my first thing is, "Hey, Sarah, is this working for you too?" <laughs> yeah, but I didn't get why okay, the editors were like. 
having a field day because why was the Stranger Things theme happening? (laughs) (laughs) The editors were having the time of their lives with this because I know all the editors could also do a Rubik's Cube in 90 seconds. (laughs) But I was like shocked at how attractive it was to me. I was just like, how, (laughs) why does this have a hold on me? And also it was so funny to me when uh, the girls were talking and one of them was like, have any of you ever seen someone solve a Rubik's Cube like in front of you? And they were like, no. And I was like, yeah, like all the fucking time that I was like, oh yeah, I grew up in Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I loved it. Then it's Casey and the trumpet. And first of all, they start with the the uh, 2001 uh, A Space Odyssey theme playing. <laughs> and he comes out and he's the first one where the rain is coming down when he's playing the trumpet. <laughs> I would have given him, first of all, I was really upset they didn't announce a winner because I would have given it to Casey. Why didn't they announce a winner? I don't know. They uh, Not them trying to be diplomatic this season. Are you kidding? Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's uh, Sanam crying on command, but also using the rain and maybe, maybe really crying or not. I think she was. And also telling a story. <laughs> uh, and then... Will's roast rap. There's one every season. Every season. And you know what? There's a boy who tries to rap every season. And if it's going to be anyone this season, I, I appreciate that it's the one that commits to the bit. Oh. We don't have to talk about it. I appreciate that it turned into just like him doing little like limericks, like almost yep. like <laughs> little couplets. I appreciate that it kind of just turned into a leprechaun by the end. I mean, if any of them were a leprechaun, it would be Will. Tom singing Just the Way You Are, Bruno Mars. And I thought it was, like, kind of funny at first. And then I saw everyone's reactions, and they were all, like, getting emotional about it and singing along in the rain. And I was like, oh, this is a cute moment. (laughs) And that's all I have, except for the uh, public vote for favorite couple. Yeah, I think they like kind of all like agreed that Tom won. Which, you know what, Casey, f- give the flowers where flowers are due. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you all know that I wouldn't give Casey flowers unless he really deserved them. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like he deserved it. Uh, yeah, I agree. Fifty-one. Yes. Okay. Did you panic at at the very beginning at the cocktail challenge? Did you panic? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I always panic. I, I, well, I thought it was Baby Bird. I thought we were like, I was like, we're so close to the end of the season without oh. having a Baby Bird. And I thought this was it. And I was like, oh no, no, please. <laughs> and then it Sarah, wasn't. Sarah, I have to ask, is this the first season without a Baby Bird? Yes. However, they are, they're combining things this season. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's like the declarations of love mixed with a Baby Bird <laughs> challenge. Like... <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They have to go dress shopping and then feed each other. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yes. And uh, I love how Will's technique was uh, make sure Tom loses. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, Tom tells the boys that if they ever need him, he's there. And they all start laughing hysterically at him. And he's like, what? (laughs) And then. <laughs> and then the, all the boys stand up, and Will goes kisses all in the middle, and they all like kiss each other in like a group hug. <laughs> I love that the boys are like collectively in this like mother goose little folk tale together. Mm-hmm. 
It's just so cute. And Mother Goose, of course, will. Yes. And then Will and Jesse talk about moving in together. And then in the most, like, Danny Zuko way possible, Will goes, I got a lamb first, though, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And Jesse's like, no, I'll support you through lambing. (laughs) I know you lamb, but that's what I love about you. (laughs) Uh, Tanya says, I don't mind going to a football game for the vibes. (laughs) Yeah. And then Will, Tom, and Casey saying they're best mates forever. Yeah. <laughs> we are like brothers. And like Will was like, should we just scream at the top of our lungs? And Casey goes, what should we say? And Will just stares, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and Casey's like, oh, no, everyone else would feel bad. And they're like, oh, yeah. Like, should we just scream? Iconic. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we should scream iconic. Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone's like they look like a boy group <laughs> and then i don't have anything else until the fire pit test. yeah oh my god i will say <laughs> that my i i thought i hacked the system by watching these episodes on daily motion because you don't have to go to itv and be careful when you do because sometimes it'll like skip a chunk of the episode so it like it was like them all getting ready for bed and like talking and then, like, mid-sentence, swipe to them, like, saying goodbye. And I was like, what the hell? Oh, no. <laughs> um, so be careful out there. <laughs> but yes, fire protect. Yes. And then the vulnerable couples are Tanya and Shaq, Rosie and Casey, Jesse and Will. And Rosie and Casey are dumped, which I thought was pretty par for the course. Pretty what? Par for the course. Like, I saw it coming. Par for the course? Yeah. Like golf? Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't do that. Would you go for the vibes? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I would. <laughs> top golf, get a marg. <laughs> I've never top golf. I've never either, but no one's invited me because they know I'm just going for the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll let you take it. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. The, okay. <laughs> Happy baby day to all who celebrate. And all who don't, like Lana. <laughs> so it gets, I like how they, by now, they've all watched Love Island. I feel like everyone knew there was a baby coming and they just came in, scooped it up and was like, ah. And then the naming, I like that they went with the naming process. I feel like sometimes we skip it mm. and we just kind of have to like gather information on which names. Mm-hmm. Kai and Sanam name their little baby boy Bruno. And they Is that have after this... Bruno Mars? No. <laughs> oh, it was like Bruno Bruno Frederick? I don't know. He says it. But um, they have this like when Harry met Sally talking head moment where it's like they're like with the kid and they're like talking about the babe and they go, well, we named him Bruno. You named him Bruno. <laughs> Just like quick right after each other. And I was like, this is precious. Aww. And then uh Shaq made a joke like I didn't even know you were pregnant when did this happen and she goes I just woke up and she appeared (laughs) and Shaq offers to name the baby after Tanya's mom and then this was the funniest moment to me Lana with the child when like Ron is I don't think he's at the I don't think they're out yet like I don't think they're separated but um no, they're not. But uh, Lana's holding the baby and it starts screaming, crying. 
and she's holding it and she doesn't yell for Ron. She just goes, help, help. It's she crying. does this multiple times and I- I've never related to her more where she's just like holding it at arm's length and just going, help. No, help. but it's like, it's like a tiny whisper. It's like, help, Sanam, help, it's crying. <laughs> And I, I have to say, I feel like it's a theme for you and your taste in Love Island men. I, I feel like you love a sturdy man. Like seeing Ron use his brain for the Rubik's Cube and take that child under his wings. Like, I feel like that is your type on paper. Like <laughs> he knew what to do and he just did it. <laughs> the proactive. You know what else I noticed about Ron this week? Yeah. When he smiles, his ears go up. <laughs> you know what else I noticed? <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really cute. That is they're just like, they have like, they're like little Dumbo ears and they just like fly up on his skull and it's just like, <laughs> and <laughs> help, <laughs> help, it's crying. Sanam, Tanya, and Jesse and Will named their baby exactly what I hoped and prayed it would be. I didn't see the name coming, but God damn it, it fits. We get baby Rufus for them. Do you think it fits so well because she's Kim Possible and he's Ron Stoppable? Oh my God. <laughs> and Tom is, what's his name? Senior, Wait. senior, junior? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, Tom's not Wade. I don't know why I said that. No, that's no. Ian Sterling <laughs> in his own little like room, <laughs> adding some audio in, mm-hmm. and fifty screens in front of him. And let's see, I didn't really have anything throughout the rest of the day until they get like reunited, and it's the end of the day. But the girls, oh, okay, I have, I have yeah. some good ones. I have, okay. um. <laughs> Sammy's holding her baby and it's crying while she's doing her mascara and she's just going, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I love this woman so much. She's so problematic and I can't stop. Well, it's the same like cold, but like genuinely like there for you energy that she had with Claudia. No, no, you're not going to cry. You look too fucking fit. Like, you're not doing it. You're going to get over it. You're going to have a time. <laughs> And then uh, Will holding Jessie like a baby when she's holding the baby like a baby. The cuddles. And then this was our first, I think, and I'll, I'll have you to verify, but um, our first ever text fake out. I believe so. Where the dads are told they're going out and then it's a double text saying, oh, by the way, you're taking the kids. <laughs> dad's on job. Jigsaw, we got to keep it fresh. <laughs> and damn it, he is. They go to a playground. They don't even get drinks. They're straight yeah. up just going to the playground. And it was, they're just sitting on dinosaurs yeah. and having a good time. And it's so cute. And I think that wasn't even for the kids. Like, I think the original plan That was, was for me. <laughs> I think the original plan was, like, to keep the kids with the moms. And then they were like, oh, well, we were going to send them to a playground anyway. Should they just bring the kids? Text them. Bring the kids. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then what did you think about um i have a a note where tanya said to lana it's shocking that will and jesse and check and tanya are in the bottom but kai and sanam aren't see tanya loves mess as well <laughs> of course she does yeah i mean who doesn't she but... she questioned who was the father of her plastic child <laughs> 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 and i get what she's saying because they are so new i think that's what she's saying and they haven't and she brings it up later like they haven't been tested in the way that other couples have on the island but i think you just gotta let it go like no couple in here is perfect you know what i mean like i think everyone would do right by themselves to take a deep breath and just acknowledge that it's okay like you'll you'll figure it out like <laughs> i love that she will continuously think that it is a fluke rather than yes. just accept that maybe some people don't like her and shack together <laughs> and i still love the reason that she, when she we talked about it last week but i just love that she was like i guess some people just like me and martin back like together <laughs> and then we have a baby disco Oh, classic. I love the baby disc. And there's baby limbo. Yeah, it's beautiful. And baby musical chairs. <laughs> yeah. And Shaq's like, I think I lost because I'm so used to waiting for the woman to sit first. <laughs> <laughs> and then baby day has winners. And the instead of people, it used to just be a pass fail for everyone. But now <laughs> there's winning parents. And it's yeah. Sandy and Tom, which is hilarious after no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the best for that was Kai's reaction. Tom finally won something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's and, not bring back sports day. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, I think it was right before they were putting the kids to bed. I thought this was so funny. It was Ron and Lana. And Ron has that baby tight, like, saying goodbye. And uh, he's making jokes all day, like, no, your mommy doesn't like you. It's okay. <laughs> and he says, like, just they're like talking and she, I forget what she's doing. I think she's just standing there and he's like comforting the child and just goes, you know, it's really attractive when when girls are good with kids. It's really attractive. You did not do that. You did not do that with our baby. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just love that he turned into like Mr. Mom. Like, <laughs> I mean, what can she say? She's a modern. She's a Range Rover. What'd you call herself? A Range Rover mom? <laughs> But yeah, this was the most I've related to Lana all all season. <laughs> uh, and then in episode 53, another double text fake out where we get these, you know, final dates. And then double text, uh, you're also going to have to decide who you think is the least compatible couple this was on cr- your rule. Yeah, on your final date. That's insane. This is so cruel. I cannot... Like, were they just running out of time? Like, why did they do that? I know. I was like, what's going on? It's not even, like, entertaining. It's just, like, really sad to see them have the most magical time of their life and then be like, we have to vote two of our best friends off of this island. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And the first date we have is Ron and Lana, Mm -hmm. who go to this, like, beautiful, enchanted river forest like where are they? i said it was a pond i don't know okay yeah but they uh there's like 
people singing Elton John to them. Oh, it's, and, like a, it's a full-on choral performance yeah. with dance. Yeah. And they get to, like, dip their feet in. I don't know how they got to their table. How they set that up. But, like, they they just have their feet dipped into the water as they're eating their little pond brunch. <laughs> I didn't realize until this point how much I missed Ian Sterling saying trestle table. <laughs> it's so important. It's the heart of the show. <laughs> Where will the trestle table be today? <laughs> You laughed like you didn't know that that was a direct Ian reference. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know your laugh, so that was not a real laugh. That was like, I'm gonna laugh as if, as if like I'm laughing along, but in reality, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and but I support you. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> okay, and then um, I didn't have anything else for that date. Did you? Oh, I just had breakfast in a pond, which sounds actually wonderful. I would love a breakfast pond date. Yeah. And then uh, there's a lot uh, of breakfast in water this season. And I appreciate that. And then when Ron and Lana come back and Ron's explaining how the date went and Will and Ron are slow dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I uh, have Tom and Sammy's. Tom and Sammy. I, <laughs> I think their date is my favorite. For no it was other so reason. cinematic. It was, it was like just a James gorgeous. Bond movie. <laughs> it looked like the cover of Moulin Rouge. Like, <laughs> Sammy wears this exquisite red dress. It, like, they weren't even on the date yet, and she was just getting ready, and I was like, oh, this is my favorite date. Like, I don't even care what happens. <laughs> and I didn't have anything for that, except they looked so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Shaq and Tanya. Yes. Shaq and Tanya's date. And... I I just love her like she does not let a thing get to her like she, like nobody's gonna break her stride <laughs> nothing's gonna slow her down <laughs> she's got to keep on moving you know what I mean like <laughs> and she's just having the time of her life like she does not care the past is the past like she's ready to go she's and she loves Shaq like she's and then they they become boyfriend and girlfriend which we've talked about is so wild to me that they do the I love yous before the like, the boyfriend-girlfriend is, like, the step, as opposed to I right. And It's really just a commitment-phobic generational thing, isn't it? Is it? Like, has... Or is it a UK thing? Because that's what... I thought it was a UK thing that we were discussing last time. I, well, I mean, I think that... But it's, like, maybe a generational thing within the UK. Because mm. I feel like it, that wasn't necessarily the case in the, in the earlier seasons. Yeah. Like, I thought it was, like, let's, you know, be together first, and then I love yous come at, like, the declarations. Yeah. And they get home, and <laughs> the girls are all, like, talking to Tanya about uh, how their boyfriend-girlfriend now, and then, like, all the girls go, oh, boyfriend! And then Shaq has this triumphant standing moment where he just yells back, I am here! <laughs> <laughs> And it was beautiful. And that's all I had for 53. Same. And then 54. Mm-hmm. I needed a second. Okay. <laughs> Will and Jesse's date. <laughs> yep. Is a hoedown throwdown. Yep. To Timber. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> I'm yelling Timber. And my only note is if they don't fucking win. And... <laughs> There's this, 
there's this cover of Shania Twain playing as they're like having their cute uh-huh. little date in the barn. <laughs> yep. And then they talk about how she wants to go back to the farm. <laughs> it's just cute. I don't see why. You know, I know. I know. I was thinking it. I know. <laughs> we... <laughs> Do you have anything else for them? Well, Jesse asks him to be her boyfriend. Yeah! I'm sorry. I'm still not used to that coming before or after I love you. It just, I just assume your boyfriend and girlfriend since, like, the beginning of the year. Yeah. But it's so cute. And I'm just so happy for these declarations because who knows they'll have to do baby bird during the real ones. I, God. I, I, I'm telling you, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> and... Then we have Kai and Sanam's date, or did you have anything mm-hmm. before that? Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I really liked their date. I thought it was really cute. I didn't have anything specific for it, but it's like all candlelit in this like gorgeous home. And I don't have anything until they come back. And then I have. <laughs> Do you have anything on the date date? No. Okay. It. They're like, oh my god, how was it? How was it? And Kai, like, sits them down. Very Danny Zuko as well. Like, he's just like, they're like, tell me more, tell me more. And he's just like, okay, do you know the Fresh Prince Mansion? It was like that, but gothic. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that description. Like, I love that that's just what was through his head. Yeah. It was a little spooky. Yeah. And also very Fresh Prince. (laughs) (laughs) So perfect description, Kai. And then, the then, it was just really hard to watch them all like, be like, I have never cared any for anyone more than I've cared about you. Okay, we have to do this right now. So let me get my phone out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's the the fire pit test text, and we find out that Jesse and Will got two votes. Sanam and Kai got one vote, and Lana and Ron got two votes. And look, I get it. I get that you know, the decision is hard and I get that people are going to vote along friendship lines. But I, the thing I keep getting like constantly like back and forth on in my head is like, I want people to like, like say what they really feel about the couples and not be clouded by judgment. And I get that, you know, when people speak their minds, things turn, go south. But at the same time, like, like this is not these were not accurate i'm sorry Shaq and tanya not getting a single vote it's not accurate Shaq and tanya and and tom and sammy i was surprised that like not a one and i think it would be really cool if we like somehow if like if these core people like somehow outsmarted jigsaw and they all voted for each other like like one vote each way like what would they do then they Katniss Everdeen did you know what I mean like, well but then they then they would have everyone would have been eligible for the public vote is what would have happened it's a bit daring <laughs> I mean I would have just put it in the hands of the public to be honest give me one good reason why Will and Jesse got two votes it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense Tanya literally brought someone back from Casa. I don't care what Will did at Casa. It, like if what there, Jesse's a game player because she defended women. I'm sorry, misogyny. <laughs> I was confused why they talked about it and they seemed good and they seemed like all the guilt was gone. I was really confused why Ron and Lana and Jesse and Will voted for each other. That really confused me. Yeah, that also confused me. Like they they seemed to have expected it and were cool with each other doing it, and I was like, why are why did why did this happen? Like when did this happen? 
I was very confused. Also, it bothered me that no one voted for Shaq and Tanya even after Tanya had told the other girls, like, yeah, Shaq got a little bit un upset when I made the joke about the baby's father. Like, that's, like, that, that stuff is going to keep happening. Yeah. It's been happening the whole time and it's going to continue to happen. They're not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're both but extra. And I think that's why, like, they're so drawn to each other. They're very, like, strong personalities. They're very passionate about each other. But, like, mm -hmm. that's, like, it's, I will eat my words if they survive <laughs> longer than, what, three, four months outside the villa. I will eat those words. I'm going to get you a cake <laughs> that says, I will eat my words. Have the cake say <laughs> my words and I'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what I was like, I was fine with that, but I was genuinely confused. Like, I know you have to vote for someone and I'm sure everyone has their reasons. Like, there's no good way to do it. Very confused because it seemed like all the conversations everyone had mentioned Kai and Sanam as like, not least compatible, but like everyone has brought up a point of like them being new, them not being tested, like all of that. What really bothered me, though, was when Tanya, who was she talking to? Lana or Sammy? Sammy. And she really wanted to know who voted for who. And I was like, you don't need to. You're fine. You're safe. Like, you're okay. Yeah. Like, this, your mind does not need to be worried about this. Like, you are fine. Um, But I don't know. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm really terrified. I never root for producers to step in. But if Will and Jesse go home... I'm going to need them to bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who do, I mean, who do you think it's going to be then? Well, because it's down to those three, right? Yeah. I I would think Kai and Sanam, just because we don't know them. I'm worried and I'm stressed out that it's going to be Lana and Ron. And like, there was a point maybe a, a, a couple weeks ago that like, I, or even maybe a week ago that I would have agreed. But now I genuinely think they're suited for each other and I'm going to be upset if they go. And and Ron's really like, like Ron has reassured me like like <laughs> uh, he, the way he talks to Lana, I felt seen. Like he was like, what did he say? Like um, let's just. I think Lana was like, it it does kind of. She was going back and forth. She was like, it does kind of like suck because you do want to know who voted for us, but then at the end of the day, it's it's not worth it it's shit either way and then it's gonna start something so she was like it's not worth it and then he like held her and was like let's just enjoy tonight because tomorrow we just don't know and I was like oh my god <laughs> you know what does worry me a little bit though is is when Ron says um you know are you do you think you'll see a different side of me outside the villa I've been biting my tongue in here because I'm like Ron when have you been biting your tongue <laughs> <laughs> Ron Ronald <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I'm very anxious. The, the thing is like, I think what makes it hard is like, I do think Kai and Sanam are compatible, but it just, it just feels like that's the, the, the move. Like, I feel like that's always like the newest couple always kind of goes home first, unless it's like Amber and Greg. But that was like, people loved Amber. Like, I don't feel like they're a, strong enough personalities to where people are going to be like we must save them but they are really cute together I don't want to see anyone go home that's the that's the troublesome part for me yeah I I get it I um 
the people that I would want to see go home aren't an option. (laughs) But I also like feel like if if Jesse and Will or Ron and Lana go home, it would be a really boring finale. Yeah. I feel like those are some of the strongest personalities. And like I If they go home, who do I want to win? I guess Sammy and Tom. Because <laughs> they're just there. But no, I, I I, don't know. I don't know. God, is next week the finale? Yeah. Okay, well, my prediction was Jesse and Will are going to win. But now I'm terrified. <laughs> my prediction was literally Jesse and Will first. And if not them, then Lana and Ron. I could see Shaq and Tanya getting second. Because they've been together the longest. No. <laughs> No. Okay, well, I'm telling you my prediction. <laughs> What's the the Michael Scott? No. No. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it would be... <laughs> it's just the Sammy. No. No. <laughs> I think... Okay, my prediction was Will and Jesse, Shaq and Tanya, Ron and Lana, Sammy and Tom. I think that that's my prediction. So you think Jesse and Will are going home? No, I said them first. Oh, wait. Jesse and Will, Shaq and Tanya, Ron and Lana, Lana and, and Ron, and then uh, Tom and Sammy. Sammy and Tom. Okay, so you so yeah, so you kind of went home. I guess we'll see. This is the first time where I'm really uncertain. Well, what's your prediction? Uh-uh. <laughs> well, I mean, my hope or my prediction. A I think prediction. in an, an okay. Well, <laughs> my gut, my instinct is that Jesse and Will are safe. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then I think Jesse and Will would be first. And then... It's hard, because I it's just... I, okay, I see this two ways. Either Jesse and Will first, and then if Sanam and Kai go home, it would be Lana and Ron, and then Sammy and Tom, and then Shaq and Tanya. But if Lana and Ron go home, then it would be Jesse and Will... Sammy and Tom, Shaq and Tanya, Sanam and Kai. Okay. I think. It, like, this is the first time where I I really just, I, uh, like, they double texted twice in, like, one week. Like, how? <laughs> I think they're throwing me for a loop here. I don't know. <laughs> like, do you think they'll bring the envelope back? I swear to God, like, they might. <laughs> they honestly might bring in Adam Collard and be like, you won. <laughs> One final bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> they vote two couples out. Adam Collard comes in. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would love to see a Island with Adam Collard and all of the girls from the show that he has uh, rejected or gone through. And uh, one, and then they just turn the lights off and like put a bunch of weapons in a cabinet. And Jesus. <laughs> like a clue. And then, you know. Just <laughs> Flames. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Wow. In next week, we will be, we will be, we will have answers. Whether we like them or not. <laughs> Unless they get another text that says, one more week. One more week. <laughs> yeah, they try to leave the villa and it's locked and they can't. <laughs> <laughs> Turns into a saw trap. <laughs> they didn't read their contracts. It's like actually like a squiggled out like nine. <laughs> it's, yeah, now it's like the Hunger Games. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Only one couple can can walk out alive. Lenny Kravitz appears. <laughs> well, we will. Oh my God! Happy penultimate! I know. Wow. 
Oh, I love the penultimate. Ugh. So many questions, so little time. So I will see you next week. Yeah. And you guys, if you have any thoughts on the penultimate episode, feel free to send us an email at rtyphonpaper at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at rtyphonpaper or TikTok at rtyphonpaperpod. You can uh, rate the podcast in the podcast app, but also on Spotify. You can also rate it on Spotify, and that would be very helpful. So if you've already rated the podcast in the podcast app, maybe just sneak on over to Spotify. And uh, we love it. We love it. And just rate us there, too. And then you can also support the podcast. Um, you can go into our link tree, which is in our socials bios and... Uh, the first link says donate exclamation point you can become a monthly supporter or a one-time supporter we're very grateful to all of you who have supported us thus far and um yay we'll see you guys uh next week did you say socials multiple times okay cool then yeah we'll see you next week (laughs) (laughs) okay bye cat bye (laughs) sass